Actually, it's a Japanese movie. I'm sorry. Godzilla wasn't actually in China. If he had been, there would have been a border dispute, and that probably would have been a problem. Alright, what's up everybody and welcome back to the show. I am your host, John, the creative blue collar guy. And today, I'm joined by my very special co-host, Roman. Uh, Roman of the Empire. And today, we're going to solve all the world's problems. <laughs> At least three. At <laughs> least three. They probably won't be major, but they'll be solved. Alright, cheers to that. Cheers. So, how you doing, Roman? Oh. <laughs> Well, as always, I'm I'm just barely hanging on, right on the edge. Probably a breakdown. My therapist thinks so, but my therapist also doesn't really exist. So, what does that mean? Um, but I'm, I'm happy uh, happy we're doing this. Today. It's it's exciting. Yeah. Something something new. Um, I don't usually get to solve. Oh no, that's not true. I get to solve the world's problems about once a week on the back patio, also while drinking and. Well, they never really get solved. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's too much. Oh, man. <clears throat> ah, and while we were gone, we actually invaded the Ukraine. <laughs> it didn't go well. But the good news is we're still here. Um, somebody sent some mail money. And, uh... As you, you may have gotten the email uh, saying you needed to send $20,000. <laughs> So I think today we, we want to talk about the, uh, the, the cheery and uplifting topic of the decline of the American culture. It's not cheery. It's not uplifting. But, it's, um, but it is happening. So it's, it's, it's the way you, you look at a lot of different things that are going on in the world today. Well, and specifically here, but it's not just here. It's kind of an all over thing. Because yes. uh, when, when you have a bad idea... You need to share that bad idea. <laughs> and and by golly, we've done that. Yeah, it's really interesting. I over the last two years or so, actually probably more so in the last year, I never thought that I would actually be using social media to connect with people that I've never met before that live in other states and nope, other true. countries and you know, part of it is maybe because of the, the big C word that's been going on, or part of it could just be that I'm bored at work and I'm on my phone too much. <laughs> I don't know. But Your, your um, employer may see this video. <laughs> as long as that spindle is running. <laughs> um, but I have started to connect with people in other parts of the world as well. One, one person that I chat with very regularly on Instagram in Canada, and it's... Uh, Shit's going sideways in Canada. Shit's going sideways. Shit here. is going like, sideways. <laughs> you know what's not going sideways, oddly enough? The United Kingdom. Yes. I England. Just saw both the UK and Ireland. Ireland and Scotland. Oh, Scotland as well. They've also good. joined the, the United Kingdom Cheers Club of <laughs> dropping all mandates. They've joined the Club of Freedom. Regarding the <laughs> undisclosed virus of unknown origins. Yeah. Well, cheers to you guys. I hope oh. America can catch up. That would be fantastic. Unfortunately, here in, in our home state, uh, what we, we, we shall call the Australia of the Americas. Oh, boy. Uh, we, they are trying to invent new and horrible ways to limit our freedoms, is, uh, is uh, I think, the best way to say it. Um, 
and certain depending on where you are in our state depends on how rigid and weird the stuff is we're down in san diego it's not so bad down here and depending even where you are in san diego uh, in my part of San Diego, out in East County, it's it's basically you can do whatever you're going to do. There's there's not a lot going on out here, but say uh, up in L.A., oh. I don't know if you saw this on the news. Um, those who had not received the shot, 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 um, couldn't go to a charter school. That was that was kind of all over things. There, now, they, now hold they, on a second there. I got to cut you off for a second. A charter school means you learn at home, correct? No, not in this instance. Aha. This was a school that, um, and, now, and now there's and there are different varieties of charter schools, for those of you who are not aware of what they are. You have public and private charters. Uh, public charters are still paid for by the state, yep. but it's a smaller environment. It's generally a better education. It's all the stuff that you would actually like your regular public education to be. Ha, <laughs> But in Los Angeles, uh, they are dividing the students amongst those who have been shot and those who have not been shot. In L.A., that's actually a bad term to use because yeah, a lot of people in L.A. L- get, get shot. Sorry about that. Um, well, it's been nice knowing you. We've been shadow banned. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> so, uh, got the <laughs> so in L.A., that's, that's the, the case. Uh, and up in Northern California... They're still, they are actually living in, in, in uh, similar Australia rules. They've actually done, they're back in lockdowns and crazy town. When, where, and well, you know, let's see, Austria, which is not the United States for you. Those of you who are not up to date on your geography, Austria is in Europe. Uh, it, they are next week. If you haven't had it, you're getting fined. Mm-hmm. You're going to be getting, paying a monthly fine. Monthly. I did not hear that it was monthly. Yes, yes. It's going to be fantastic. Because, <laughs> what, what, you know, if, if you're, if you're going to do a thing, and God knows the Austrians, the Germans, they're all very well-versed at forcing people to do things they don't want to do. Well, you know, all I can think about that is, if I remember correctly, Austria is where uh, the governor himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is originally from. That's true. And that is also is, true. He is the one who, not that long ago, said, screw your freedoms. So like, yes, he did. Maybe he did. Could, maybe he could go back home and well, see how it's going there. You know, it's hard to let the roots go. It's, you know, <laughs> when, when you love authoritarianism and you're immersed in freedom, despite the fact that it's given you the entire lifestyle that you now live why not go to something draconian? <laughs> that's that's just that's me. What do I know? I mean, I, all I gotta say is that Ireland's looking pretty good, right? About Ireland's now. looking pretty good. They like to drink. We like to drink. I'm sure I could probably go get a job at the Guinness Brewery. Guinness is always hiring. It's like the post office. <laughs> not dissimilar. So you have you so. Northern California, like I said, they're, they're, they're shut down. But in around the country, you just have different things. We have Florida, Texas, um, that are, they're the England. They're the England of the I United States. They, they've, they've, uh, they've actually... They figured it out. Given up on the good idea of draconian rule. Why would they do that? <laughs> silly, silly, freedom-loving folk. That's what we call... No. Uh, I mean, I believe that... Uh... Northern California, San Francisco, Napa Valley specifically, yep. and Los Angeles are the reasons why our governor did not get recalled. Yes, uh, I would agree. they believe that he's doing a good job. And in the words of those famous memes going around the interwebs, 
Govern me harder, Daddy. <clears throat> so let's we, there's a there's a there's a brief segue we can do here. Speaking of our our comrade in charge, you see on the news recently the the great train robberies of Los Angeles. I actually have not. You haven't. So I don't think I've seen this. This yet. is funny. This is a twofer for California. Oh boy, I can't wait. Oh, so I need to take another sip. That's actually true. If you're with us, you should probably take a sip as well. Drink. Especially if you live in California. <laughs> so what we have in Los Angeles specifically, oh, actually, it's not just specifically. In, it's throughout California, but Los Angeles has one of the biggest homeless populations in the country. Actually, it's not even like the state. It's in the country because California has the biggest homeless population in the country. We can cover the why of that, and that would, that would take probably longer than we want to. But, so you have a giant homeless population. You also have the California, I forget which prop is it, it is. Is it 47? Whichever one decriminalized, well, essentially, you made everything a misdemeanor under 900 oh, and yes. something dollars. I don't remember what prop it was, but yes. <laughs> remember that. So... <clears throat> That leads us to the great train robberies of California. Yeah, so it's like the wild, wild west. It, it, it is. So uh, just uh, citizen journalists, because regular journalists in California don't like to cover crime, took these photos of these trains that had been, they're, they're cargo trains, not, not passenger trains, because that would be horrific. <laughs> um, not like those trains in Boba Fett. Not like the trains in Boba Fett. I don't get me started on Boba Fett. That's that's an hour long video all on its own. Couldn't help myself. So, <laughs> Boba Fett. So the uh, the homeless and and uh, so so uh, comrade Newsom actually uh, he used the word gangs. He said these these gangs they've been robbing. Them. And then he apologized for using the word gangs, saying it was pejorative, like. Gangs are a thing. I'm just saying. Now these were these were these were these the, the homeless. They they just knock over the trains, steal whatever they can, and like I said, it's cargo stuff. A lot of it is a lot of it is your 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 tests for the unknown virus of secret origins, um, just rando stuff. But there is stuff everywhere outside the train. It looks like the train exploded and all of its contents are on the outside of the train. And funny a related story. They've had a train, you know, in that same area, they had a train derailment. I find that shocking. I don't know how I missed all of this. Shocking, I say. That's what I'm here for. I'm yeah, the current I mean, events I mean, guy. You're <laughs> Normally, I'm up on current events, but I think the last couple of weeks, I spent mm. more time just looking at memes than I have the news. And sometimes be, you can actually be, get your news. I was going to say, to be fair, <laughs> the Babylon Bee is a better source of news than CNN. You know, the, the scary thing is when... You see a post from the Babylon Bee, and you can no longer tell if it's satire or not. No. I recall back when I first discovered the Babylon Bee, uh, I think whoever owns it or runs it has shifted or they sold it. Someone else bought it. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but when it first came out, it was strictly Christian culture satire. So it was people that were Christians, went to church, but they would make fun of Christians and make fun of the church, but tongue-in-cheek and all in good fun. And, right. You know, ha-ha, we're all laughing at each other. It's funny. Even back then, there were some zingers that they put out there where I'm like, I don't know if this is fake. They're making fun and of then, us. <laughs> and then over the years, they have gone more political, more yes. current events now. I see a post by the Babylon Bee, and I'm like, oh, 
that's actually kind of true. <laughs> no, and that's that's scary business when <laughs> when satire is now not satire, mm-hmm. and everything is Joe Rogan's fault. Everything. No, that that's true. Fake news is all no, Joe Rogan's I, fault. Ever since he took that horse, D. Wormer, I I just haven't been able to appreciate the man, the big bulging, bulky man. Who actually got better because it's a Nobel Prize winning medication? Said it was prescribed to him by a doctor. And Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's backtrack on this word you just said. Oh, hold on, <laughs> doctor. Now, do we mean a regular doctor or do we mean <laughs> a veterinarian? Oh, okay, you got me there. It's not a veterinarian. Uh, this is the part of the show where I need to put out the disclaimer that we are we're not, not, do- doctors. We're not doctors. <laughs> we are not giving out health advice. I will never tell someone else what they should do as long as they don't tell me what I should do. Continue. <laughs> disclaimer for you. So are we not going to jail now? I don't know. I just you have to put that disclaimer out for YouTube <sighs> to say that we are not doctors, we are not giving out Actually, health advice. <laughs> I meant to ask you this before the, the broadcast started and I didn't get a chance to. Are you a fed? So anyway. Well, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no one really knows for sure. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> apparently the decline in modern media now and everything is all Joe Rogan's fault. Yes. It's all because he had those doctors on there that are all educated. You mean, you mean the, <laughs> the people who, uh, I believe one of the gentlemen whose name I am not remembering, I'm like 167 years old, so you have to give me a little pass on this. He's older than Bill Bill He's Bagus. one of the gentlemen that developed um, the... Uh, mRNA vaccine. Thank you. Thank you, for, thank you for filling in the gap in my, my memory. I have drank away most of my brain cells, but that was still in there somewhere. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't even know what you could possibly be talking uh, about. Yes, he had Dr. Malone yes. on who he was the, I guess more or less, he said, inventor of the mRNA vaccine patents back in 1989. Yep. This man has literally spent over 30 years studying exactly that. Just 30? Um, over 30. Well, you know who's been <laughs> in the business longer? Dr. Effie. Well, you know. So, yeah. All right, so train robberies. Where's so the, train robberies. Where's Clint Eastwood when you need him? He's 91. Ah, well, you know, I think he's still probably more badass than most of the other people out there. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Don't get off the train. I'm going to walk over there. It's going to take, let's say, 45 minutes. But when I get there, just like the monkey, <laughs> right turn, Clyde. Sorry, you actually have to see every which way but loose. A not great '80s film featuring Clint Eastwood in a chimp to appreciate that joke. Yeah, but well, he wasn't was, a chimp; he was an orangutan. I, I would still maintain that uh, even at 91 years old, he's probably still much tougher and way more badass than a whole lot of people out there today. You mean the be- you mean the beta male culture? Oh well, you know we're going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's 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 go to New York. Let's go to New York briefly. Oh, I don't want to go to New York. No one wants to go to New York. <laughs> but so we're in New York. We're unhappy because we can't we're, do anything. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually doing pretty much this except in an apartment in New York and it's 17 degrees out. So, we're in New York. 
New York has, like California, some of the strictest policies in the country. Probably worse, actually, which I didn't think was possible. Well, they also have shitty. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say that? Can I say yeah, whatever? Can you I say, say shitty man, on this you, broadcast? You do you. So <laughs> we've already been flagged. We're good. Oh, fair enough. So it's fair game now. So <clears throat> New York. We're in New York. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I know I'm I'm like ninety thousand years old. So in New York, they have the strictest policies in the country. I think actually even more so than in California. I think you're right. So the cops in New York um, have been arresting people in restaurants who do not have their papers. They have papers. So they've they've. Uh, am I having a stroke? No. Oh no! The, the the screen went blank. You didn't see it. I um, did. Then I thought I was just having a moment because it could have been my time. I almost thought so, we were having a, a Maxfield moment. Camera, <laughs> the camera's gone to sleep. Drink. drink. <laughs> mm. That one's for you, Max. <laughs> I don't even know how this happens. So they've uh, they detained. They don't say they don't use the word arrested. But if you and I are put in a police car by a policeman, we would say we were arrested. But they detained a nine-year-old who was going to a museum with his uh, his or her, I actually don't recall, parents, who, who also did not have papers. And so they got arrested. The nine-year-old, nine years old, got detained by the police in New York. Similar, not quite same story, a, uh, a person, again, I don't recall, male or female, with CP in a wheelchair, wanted to go to a restaurant for their birthday. They were also arrested. Uh, detained. No, no, they were arrested. Oh, okay. they were actually arrested. The police in New York arrested them. So now, but on the subways of New York, you've had two people pushed in front of trains by, oddly enough, the crazy homeless population again. And I don't want to speak badly about the homeless population, but they're not just. Most of them, I have to say most of them because it isn't all of them, are not just out of money and down on their luck. Most of them should be in a facility, which that all changed back in the 80s and that was bad advice, but that's a whole nother show. Or they are drug-addled mm -hmm. and alcoholic. Either way, they shouldn't be on the streets. It's just, it's drug-addled and alcoholic, you cause that. Uh, not you specifically, but you being the person who's on the streets, uh, insane, that's not your fault, unless it was caused by the drugs, in which case you baked your brain. Anyway, train tracks. So homeless folk have been pushing ladies onto the train tracks, and uh, one got killed, the other a feller jumped in to save the person who was on the tracks. Oh they rescued the person, <clears throat> then they got killed. So, while this is happening in the subways of New York, the NYPD is arresting people in residence for not having their papers. A nine-year-old who was detained and a person with CP who just wanted to celebrate their birthday. Yeah. I don't know that that's a good use of resources, but I, I mean, I'm not a government person, not anymore. I did that for 30 years and... Uh, I think I got out just in time. <laughs> Actually, they, they made me get out. I was too old to, to stay in anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's all a very unfortunate situation. Mm. I mean, the whole thing. You're saying the, the 
the homeless that they've got their issues and the whatever, and, but then just the use of resources and what they're what, what they're using them for instead yeah. of actually solving crime or preventing do, crime. Because these people do, like you said, whether it's a drug addiction, a mental illness, some of these people do have issues. So it's like we're not saying that oh they're terrible and they need to be just stuffed in a corner. Like no, they, they need help. They, they do need help, but. We're yes. not using our resources to help them. No. no. Instead, we're using our resources to, oh, well, you didn't get the thing with the thing, and you don't have your thing to show, to be able to go do the thing. And you shall not have your chicken fingers! <laughs> I, so, fortunate enough for me, uh, during this whole thing, I was deemed an essential worker. I joked about, after the fact, like, I'm going to tattoo the work essential across my throat after this whole thing. Um, I never stopped going to work, thank God. But my company actually saw fit to give us a letter from HR that, well, in case you get pulled yep. over and you're on the road and you can show yep. a letter to say, well, I'm going to and from work. I spoke to a personal friend of mine who worked in law enforcement at the time. He's like, yeah, we don't care. Like, we're what? Not, we're not stopping what? people. What? He's like, we're not pulling people over for being on the road at 10 o'clock at night. Well, frankly, I'm, not- I'm appalled <laughs> at the state of law enforcement in Southern California if they're not stopping you. To check your papers. He, he was one of the good ones, but he mm. retired early because of everything that's been going on. Ah. Uh, but he said, yeah. he's like, we're not stopping people asking them why they're out. We're not stopping people asking them why they're on the road. It's like, if you're going 120 miles an hour down the freeway, we will stop you. We will cite you for the speeding ticket. Wait. We will send you on your way. Will we they? Still, we will will s- they? <laughs> the point is, <laughs> he said, even if you're speeding, we'll cite you for the speeding ticket. We still won't ask you where you're going or why you're on the road. It's like we don't care. <laughs> no, they. That, which is good. Uh, in, 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 in my area, in uh, actually our area, I guess. Because are you East County? Do you qualify as uh, East County? It, by zip code, it's, it counts as East County. Okay. When I when I moved to where I moved to, I thought I got out of East County, and then someone said, "No, that's still part of East County too." And I said, "You shut your dirty mouth." <laughs> I love East County. <laughs> I, I I'm an East County. I grew up in East County. I love it. It's you know, it's where I went to school. It's where I've been in East County went. almost as long as you have, except I moved here. Yes, no, I was born here. I grew up here, um, but no, I do. I, I've, I've definitely grown to appreciate East County, no, the, the, especially over the last two years. Yes, you come here. You go to Lakeside, you go out to Alpine. There's no rules in And you can live your life like you once did. Remember in the, in the pre-times. <laughs> and here's the really crazy thing is that there are actually people in the East County areas that vote for both different political parties but still think we should have our freedoms to do what we want to do. That actually doesn't work in California. Doesn't, doesn't compute. That, no, it's, that's, no, it's like no, a, no. You think you just broke, yeah. you just broke me. I broke the you, you broke stuff. me. You broke the, the last that, thing. The fact that people can actually be bipartisan no. and say, I don't care who you voted for. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to do this. I don't want to shut down my business. I don't, it's like, oh, cool. That's like, a thing. You, you, like, you're not the super right wing extremist, crazy nut job, whatever. And you still want freedoms. Right on. <laughs> because oddly enough, people in general, mostly, at least half the country. Want maybe a quarter. <laughs> if you it, the, the old quote, if you choose safety over freedom, you have neither. Neither. Yes. So this started in New York and ended up back in East County. So um, so let's tie let's tie New York to California. So both um, 
Well, certainly the Los Angeles DA, not the San Diego DA, which I'm grateful for, and the New York DA, both are not prosecutors. Well, they are prosecutors. They should be prosecutors. But unless you actually kill someone, and it probably depends on whom you kill, they're not prosecuting the crime to the fullest extent. That They've already made that very clear. And that's horrifying. So if you take, uh, if you take that tool away from the government, I don't, I'm not even looking at rehabilitation. I'm looking at deterrent. Then what happens to crime? What do you think happens? It becomes legal. <laughs> so the number goes up. You don't put your lock on your house to keep the good people out. You put it there as a deterrent. So it's, it's, it's a not dissimilar thing. If you don't prosecute crime, pardon me for a moment while I speak to my co-host. Would you like a little more rye? I would love some more rye. Thank you very much. That's what I'm here for. See, on one hand, I'm the host, but he's the one pouring me drinks here, so this is a... Uh, you know, you try to be a, a good, good co-host. Co <laughs> <laughs> you know what a bad co-host does? He drinks your drink. <laughs> so, cheers. cheers. So if you're not prosecuting crime, oddly enough, and you'll find this surprising as well, I know I did, the numbers actually go up. You don't say. I know. It's like, Gosh, what? I don't, I don't believe it. Why, why would that happen? I don't. You mean to tell me that if there's no consequences for an action, that people will continue to do it? Yes. Wait, hold on. Carry uh, uh, the seven. There's a, by, I think, is there a five in there with pi? I got to maybe do a square root. Hold on. I got to get my, my shop trade going on here. <laughs> I'm going to go get my abacus. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting my abacus. He really does. Have I own an abacus. So that's that's what we're looking at. And this is all part of the larger thing that we talked about earlier, the decline, the, the humorous and horrifying decline of American civilization. This is, that's a part of it. You make crime legal unless it is a crime against bum, bum, bum. Are you a fed? So, as we were saying, so uh, I think we've, I think we've, I don't know, if we've covered all the, 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 the crime stuff. I want to say we have, but we haven't. There's, there's just so much more. Uh, crazy, crazy homeless guy killed a girl in Los Angeles in a, in a furniture store a couple days ago. Missed that one too. Yeah, she was 24 years old in a luxury furniture store in Los Angeles, which I don't know what exactly that entails. Um, but dude comes in off the street. You'll find surprising he was also homeless and had committed, oddly enough, many, many crimes in the past. Hmm. And I don't, I don't even see how that correlates to him committing a crime now. No, no, no. No, not at all. And he stabbed, I'm making a stabbing motion, this girl to death in the furniture store. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Which is <laughs> terrible. Um, but ah, what are you going to do? You know, you're in a furniture store. You have to expect... Someone might come in and stab you to death. I mean, I just had to go and buy some new furniture not that long did ago. Did you go to Ikea? I can, no, I did not actually go to Ikea. But I can honestly say when I set foot in that furniture store, possibly getting stabbed was not in the top of my fears of walking Whoa. into a furniture store. Oh, <laughs> then you, sir, are not prepared to go furniture shopping. That's all I have to say on the matter. I guess it's a good thing I don't live in Los Angeles. <clears throat> Lord.
So that's, I think, a chunk of what we... That's, that's like I said, the, dec- the, the sad, de- sad and hilarious decline of American civilization. Mostly sad. Most, <laughs> mostly sad. I can honestly say I think I've probably stopped on purpose in Los Angeles probably fewer than five times in my life. Maybe I, three of those times was for a concert and one other time for an unrelated matter. And I have never been to Los Angeles. You just drive through at 120 miles an hour. and I've been to Anaheim to go to Disneyland. Yep, that's always a good time. Back in 2013, when I was a young man full of hopes, dreams, and ideas, those are gone. Um, and then, pardon me, that would be the whiskey. In 2019, which was still, it was just before. That was in the way back time. It was just before. Uh, to go to a school in Port Wanimi. God bless you. <clears throat> Thank you. So, uh, in the uh, the drive there took me many hours, and I left on a Sunday, and it took just freaking forever. No, I did not stop in the the lovely Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, and on the way home, I actually left at three in the morning to avoid the lovely Los Angeles. But I still had hobos riding on my car, and I never understood that. Yeah, it's not a good place to be. Like I said, I've stopped a couple times for concerts. Much, I wouldn't say against my will because I was the one that bought the tickets, but begrudgingly because no one comes to San Diego. Some many do, but uh, as if you don't know, we are both musicians. We both love music. I I love live music. I would say one of the top things that I spend my money on is live music. So the last two years has been very rough. Um, Ah, see, I don't have hmm. that that particular addiction there because uh, while I, I I'm a music lover and a musician. I actually, this is, this is, so you're getting a little bit of Romans therapy now. I have a crushing problem with crowds. I understand that as well. And so <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a dichotomy in my, my personality, but eh, what are you going to do? That's where the crazy comes in. So instead of spending money on music, I spend money on that, which uh, Mrs. of the Empire hates. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, you know, it's either another action figure or a new guitar. Hey, what are you gonna do? I'm just, I'm just a man, and then barely that. But I'm bump. It's always gonna be something, you know. They say it's like how many guitars is too many, and I said just one more. (laughs) So to to continue with that, though, I'm a big lover of live music and going to concerts. Mm. I am. Uh, one of those people who I will get a little bit irritated if it's in a particular venue where I cannot have a seat. Oh, House yes. of Blues, great venue. You can see great bands in a small setting, but you have to stand on concrete the whole time. And I do oh, that. I do oh. that all day long at work already. Yeah, that's not good. I gotta go. And it's well, the you know, observatory here is a beautiful venue. Also, it's it's, it's it's all standing room, but you so you have to preposition yourself. It used to be, uh, I don't know, it was it wasn't like an operatic theater. It was like a theater I think theater it was an before. Old movie theater, maybe. And they took out all the seats. Cool. Yes. Uh, but that means the you, floor slopes. You, that does mean the floor slopes, and you have like kind of these pits uh, in the above areas you can filter into mm-hmm. and, and plant yourself, or be you know right in front of the band like a lot of people like to be. I do not personally because I no, no, thank you. can't deal with the people. Uh, I like I like but, to have a seat. I don't like trying to see over the guy that is six foot eight that decided ah, to stand in front of me. <laughs> yes, that was me at U two. Um, None of you care about this, but so it was the Atomic Bomb Tour. So this was a minute ago. 
at the sports arena. And I'm standing there and I can see everything fine. And then a, a giant Samoan dude, he's a Samoan, they're giant people, comes up and there he is in front of me. And I'm like, well, what you well that's it. This what is, you, this is over. I, I hope it's a good show for the rest of you. Because, kind of try to hey, hey, buddy. No, 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 no. Here we are. We're not going to end the episode here, but I'm going to solve all the world's problems right, right now. now. Are you, are you, I'm going I'm to solve everything right now. I'm standing by because... I think you're sitting by, actually. But I actually could be standing. I'm not very tall myself. Some of your I could be, I'm, I could be like Gimli. I'm, I'm only this tall in real life. But nobody tosses a dwarf. Nobody tosses a dwarf. Don't tell the elf. <laughs> so, for those of you that are watching, hold on to your seats. I'm about to solve all the world's problems Be right careful. Now. People are inconsiderate. What? <laughs> it's you true. mean you mean common courtesy would actually solve oh so many of these issues? If it was common, the world would be such a different place. Golly. So now I'm confused and frightened. I boil everything down to saying people are inconsiderate. Because what are a lot of the problems that we have in this world today? Is that I think that I'm more important than someone else and I act yep. like a jerk to someone else because I'm inconsiderate. True. I will, I'm going to further this by a note. So during the unknown virus of Secret Origins, what did we have to do for a large chunk of it? We had to mask up. We had, had to up. lock down. What, did, what, did, what did the masking do? Nothing. No, no. Well, <laughs> that's actually a, a non-medically proven point, which I agree with. We are not um, doctors. We're not doctors. <laughs> but it made you anonymous. People became obstacles, things to get around. I think any problems that were there prior, which of which there were many, were exacerbated by that. The discourteous things that people did before, when they could actually see your face, when they didn't have to see it and they were anonymous, they, that, they, that grew. Because now you're a thing. You're a thing to be overcome. That's just my you're in, opinion. You're in my way. You're not six feet away from Get, me. You're not wearing your mask properly. You're not, like, I'm going to yep. do what I want, and you don't matter. You right. are a non-entity. You are an NPC. All right, so but, here it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up now. I'm going to put this on the screen when I edit this later. But here, mm. this, is, this is the ultimate test for... The and this human, is br this is brilliant for the human condition. And it's so simple. The shopping cart litmus test. All of you watching right now, as soon as I said shopping cart, you have a, a thought in your brain of you are either one of two people. Yep. You return your shopping cart to where it belongs, or you leave it in the middle of the parking lot. So here we go. I'm solving all the world's problems right now. And With a shopping we're, cart. We're going to continue to rant after this. This is not the end, but here we go. <laughs> the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whatever a person is capable of self-governing. I mean, I can just stop right there, but I can. Just, no, he's he, this this meme this thing is a hundred percent accurate. Uh, this isn't even a meme. This is like this is like part of the Declaration of Independence right here. This is, this is <laughs> in, it's in old uh, sacred documents. Ah, very well. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task, and one which we all recognize as the correct and appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies 
in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. <gasps> it's not illegal to abandon it. Okay. Uh, lost my place here. Hold on. Here we go. Therefore. Therefore <laughs> thank you. My co-host here. Uh, I'm here for you. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning your shopping cart. What happens if you just kick the wheels up into the planter and leave it there? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. To you. There are no consequences to you, but the next person that tries to pull into that spark parking Cannot. spot is going to be like, oh, some asshole left their parking their uh, shopping cart in this parking space. So yes. They can either choose to park there or get out of their car, move the shopping cart, and then park, thus inconveniencing yes. another human being. Inconsiderate. Inconsiderate. No one will punish you for not returning your shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning your shopping cart. Unless they find you. I have a particular unless set you, of skills. Unless you don't show your papers for returning your shopping cart. Let's continue. You gain nothing by returning your shopping cart. So there's no punishment, but there's also no reward. Other than doing the right thing. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. There huh. it is. Right Golly. there. The goodness of your own heart. What if, Which, you, don't, what if you don't have a heart? I mean, I'm kind of like the Grinch, where I think my heart is like three sizes too, too small. small. Uh, yeah. uh, and I also, I'm a black coffee drinker, so apparently my heart and my soul are black like I like my coffee. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do because it is correct. All right, so there's but, um, still a little bit uh, more to read, but we've already covered that, that the is the, That's the nexus. We, we've covered the fact that it's not illegal. You won't be punished. You won't be rewarded. But, but we agree that for the sake of the employees who have to go and wrangle all the carts, making oh minimum, lord, they're making minimum wage to wrangle carts in a parking lot and dodge people that are probably driving like assholes through the parking lot too fast. Also, and also inconsiderate. That's also true. That's that's another. <laughs> they're now endangering the safety of these employees. Yes. that are having to you know get out their lasso and wrangle the shopping carts like a rancher. Uh, <laughs> shopping cart boy, your job. Is so treacherous. So, we believe that it is correct and the right thing to do to return your cart, even though there's no yes. punishment so, and no reward. In the military, we have a saying. Integrity, Integrity. which would have an echo effect oh on it God, now if I had that, that. <laughs> is what you do that is proper when no one else knows. I mean, that's it. We can end the episode right there. Because that is the most true statement we've said this entire time. Who you are when no one is watching... Is who you really are. Yes. Let's continue. The person who is unable to do so, return the shopping cart, is no better than an animal. An absolute savage <laughs> who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with a law... And the force that stands behind it, where has that happened in the last two years? It wasn't a law, but they've been threatened. Can you think of a time in the last two years that people have been threatened to do something they don't want to do? Um, um. <laughs> Concluding um. <laughs> with, the shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or bad 
whether they are a good or bad member of society. I 100% agree with that entire So there it is, folks. Human beings are inconsiderate. If you only do something because you're either going to be punished or you're going to be rewarded, there it is. Do you have integrity or do you not? Do you do the right thing when no one else knows? When it doesn't matter. When, and quite honestly, that is when it matters most. But what do I know? I'm a silly man in the garage <laughs> with action figures. Don't take my advice on anything. It's insane. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. But. No, he's not wrong. Hmm. Why don't we talk about the offspring? <clears throat> so let's let's back up a little bit before we start uh, fair you enough. you knew did you say you went to school with one of the guys i did actually so todd morris um who i am very fond of he's a good person uh, he's the bass player currently for offspring and we grew up together in southern maryland with hillbillies and 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 all the crazy folk of the southern state um and we were punk rock guys so he was the guitar player and vocalist at the time for a couple of different bands. And we weren't, we, there weren't really adversarial, you know, I want to do better than you. We were all part of a big punk rock family down there because, because to be fair, we're in Southern Maryland and there's nobody else like you there. So I mean, when you find, when you find someone, you, you. It's much like this YouTube community that we found where it's like, it's, it's yes. a community now where we're all helping each other out and we might have our different ah, niches. And fellowship. Fellowship, Fellowship, yes. Because community implies communism. Yes. So Which that's, that's a little we, bit of We are nuts. That's another thing. Another little bit of a nod to Max yeah. and his Monday nights. Um, to, yes, to the Fellowship. To the, the Fellowship in that we might all have our different niche things where you might be into comic books, you might be into action figures. A complete wild I nerd. might just strictly be into music, but we all come down to the core thing of we want freedom of yes. thought, expression, and speech. And we want better entertainment. We want a people. lot better entertainment. <laughs> so, uh, so my friend Todd, uh, who is now the bass player for Offspring, the problem with Offspring yeah. is not Todd, and I can't say who it was. I have to assume it is founding member, fa- founding <laughs> member bullshit. Um, the drummer would not get the thing. Um, and therefore, they removed him from the band. Super punk rock, by the way. Yeah, because when you're punk, <laughs> you know, you totally rage against the machine. <laughs> Unless you actually go to rage against the machine, in which case you have to show papers and a negative test. You have to show papers to get into a rage machine to say, I won't do what you tell me to. F you. I'm totally doing what you want right now. But that doesn't work out so well in a song because back in the day, you were fighting the man. Now, you are the man. I firmly believe that rock and roll and punk rock is dead right now. (laughs) You know, I want to argue with my (laughs) co-host. But the problem... Actually, you know what? Muse put out a video. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm -mm. Uh, Won't Stand Down. Oh, which is which is interesting because they're muses kind of muses they, they they're kind of an, they're an odd creature though um and in the video like, ah, the, the freaking brits 
in the video, there's an aged man on stage. I wonder, I wonder what that represents. <laughs> it was not me. Oddly enough, it was not me. So I can see how you could have made that uh, mistake. Is that Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> it may have been Bilbo Baggins. So there's an aged man on stage who has these electrodes attached to his fingers, which are controlling the masses. That was, I'm sorry, I actually assaulted my co-host there. Didn't spill a drop. It's on video. <laughs> Please don't bring charges. It was an accident. So, so he's controlling them all with uh, the electrodes. So he's, he's controlling the masses. And it's kind of, uh, it actually fits with the times, though. So the aged, aged members of uh, the world are controlling the people who are far younger and actually understand what's going on in the world. So I'm going to make a statement which is going to make a whole bunch of people mad. That's fine. We've already don't don't kick me off. The boomer generation has done no favors to the rest of us. They, I, God love them. I mean, our parents are the boomer generation. But they've kind of left Gen X, the millennials, Gen Z, hanging because they want to live forever. And that's where a lot of this goes back to what's going on. Oh, yes, please sign me up for six or seven of these things. <laughs> I feel so strong um, because it, it doesn't affect them in the same way. And nor does really anything else that's going on in society right now because they're past that point that that window is gone for them. For us... Well, for you, you're my. He's I'm, John is much younger than I am. I'm honestly not sure where I fall in. I when I when I Google what I am, I don't know what I am. Technically, I'm a millennial, but I resent that term <laughs> because I have held a job since I was 12 years ah, old. Wow! When I graduated high school, I have worked a full time 40 hour job since the day I graduated high school. I pay all my own bills. I do what needs to be done. Like. You mean like a regular grown-up, like a normal, freaking adult, adult human being? I pay my rent. I pay that's, all my that's own so bills. weird. No, no one's helping me. No, I don't me. know what he's <laughs> talking about right now. So, when they say like, "Oh, like you're just one of those older millennials," I'm like, "No, I'm just a guy who actually just takes care of myself." <laughs> and that's what we used to call like a, a, a freaking adult. That was an adult. Um, but there's a, I have to say though I will I will put it out there there are other people my age that are not doing those things not so I can understand but the confusion the, the but I take it very personally when someone calls me a millennial but I'm I like, got, no I got to go back to the boomers though because the boomers <laughs> laid the groundwork for a lot of the crap that's going on right now they were the '60s generation you know free Peace to be, love free to be money. you and me except now it's basically free to be me because if you're you. F you. That's, you know, you you're don't not, no, count. You're not, you're not allowed to be you. I, get, have, to, I have to tell you. Get like, with the program. We're all in this together, John. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, mm. <laughs> I mean, the people that are telling me we're all in this together have, like, mansions and yachts. and. Ah. You know, have, as, as here we are broadcasting <laughs> from the Roman of the Empire garage. Did, did, what, did you move the yacht to get this stuff in here? Like... I, where is the yacht? I've lost. I've lost the yacht. God, damn it! You can maybe fit a little. Tub you know, I, here, but he's not wrong. No. <laughs> we may be able to catch some trout later. It's not a bad thing to do. Catch some trout. You barbecue. We got dinner. <clears throat> Living off the land, man. He's not wrong. Actually, that was that was one of the. 
we've just solved that problem. <laughs> we've talked about, okay, people are inconsiderate. Mm. People don't know how to live off the land. All right, we've solved two of the world's problems two. so far. I think we only, we may have guaranteed three to five. We might be like an hour in, but we've solved two problems oh. so far. That's know. not horrible. It's not horrible. Uh, and, and meanwhile, we think we're going to try to make this somewhat of a regular segment. So when you come up with more problems, yes. we're going to solve them for you. In fact, <laughs> in the comment section, send us some problems. Because I'd really love to see what you're sending and what we, how you and I, how you and us, you and we, you and they, you and them. I don't know. Are you talking in pronouns now or what's going on? I have been drinking a lot. So <laughs> let's sound off in the comments. Let us know what you think. If you yeah. have a problem that you want solved, we will solve it. Yeah, we do. we'll talk about it probably we'll, at length. We'll, we'll we'll solve it with action figures in the background and whiskey and whiskey and the... because that's how you actually solve problems. In fact, if our world leaders got together in a setting not dissimilar to this and drank a bunch of rye and said, "So, what's Putin's first name?" Vladimir. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be funny, but it is. <laughs> I think I just broke my so, <laughs> so Vlad, with, with actually, I don't even know how Joe Biden would do this. He would lose. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So <laughs> I just peed myself. So, Vlad, about you going into Poland, I don't recommend it, and if you do, there's not going to be any repercussions. Yeah, well, I'm going to do it anyways, then. I just poop myself. Yep. And that's how it goes. So my thought process <laughs> is that he would just start talking, freeze. Vlad or, or the other one? Biden would start talking. Uh. We know we've named it. He would ah! lose it. Yeah, we've you know we've been shadow banned. We've been flagged. Uh, are, send bail wait, money. What's that sound outside? Are they here? I think they're here. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Um, he will start start talking. He will lose his train of thought. He will freeze, and then he will when he starts talking again, he will be completely off topic. And no, because the program hasn't picked up. Nobody's going to know what he's talking about. But, uh, again, it's been nice knowing all of you. I think the authorities are outside. So, remember, when you get that $20,000 bail email, that's for us. We, we need bail money. So, uh, Max and McKenna, send bail money. <laughs> We're just trying to help. Um, so, anyways, back to the offspring. Oh, Lord. We're still talking about that. Oh, so, the yeah, so the, the drummer was kicked out of the band. Drummer was kicked out of the band. Super punk rock. Rock out dudes? He said with a question mark. And then that takes us to Mumford and Sons, which yeah, was a little bit ago, but it wasn't that long ago, and most of you probably haven't paid any attention to this stuff. So he came out. I don't know. The, I think uh, Mumford is probably more relevant than Offspring, right? Oh, I said they're more. <laughs> you're not wrong. More, more popular, more. So uh, who was it? The Winston Marshall, the banjo player. Well, banjo slash electric guitar player came out and made some mm. basically what we should call pro Republican comments. He he praised. Oh man, I should have looked this up. He there is oh, a fuck. someone who <laughs> wrote a book who was a conservative. <gasps> Mind you, Mumford and the boys are from the UK. Uh, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> Hello, governor. <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't even live. I mean, they might live here. I don't know. I honestly they don't probably live here because most of them do at this point. I, I, I don't know where they live, but they're they're English boys. Bono has a house here. Yeah, you know they're Irish. They're, you know. um, <laughs> but the the Mumford boys, they're they're English, right? Okay, they make they make good music. They are very talented musicians. I love their music. Yes, as do I. I, I've seen them live many times. I've actually made banjos for Winston. I, I'm, I'm a little bit curious to know if Winston got to keep his banjos when he left the band. Because they were like, okay, they belong to the band, but you're oh, leaving the band. Fuck that! I'm, I'm really curious if he got to keep those, because they had like Mumford logos on them. Anyways, I've lost my train of thought. I'm going to take a sip. Uh, I, just, I just had a Biden moment. Now, what we were going with this was, <laughs> so he praised a conservative book. And about Antifa. Yeah. Denouncing Antifa. Please don't attack my home. Um, <laughs> and the address is... No. <laughs> and that's how it ended. Let's get bloody! Um, and so, we never heard from Roman again. <laughs> and that was it. So, the, the, so his bandmates gave him so much shit about making a comment. I honestly don't even think the bandmates Or do you think him. he thought they were? I, no, so what happened was... They got destroyed on Twitter, which Twitter is just a, a shitstorm of... Do you, the, hey, is, do you see Twitter over there? I see it over there. Is, is it over there? Is it over there? Twitter is not the real world. Twitter as, as, is as this said, much of the population. As Dave Chappelle said, Twitter is not real. And now that we've just invoked the name of Dave Chappelle, we've been canceled. <clears throat> oh, but I love Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle too, but we've just been canceled because we mentioned Dave Chappelle. But he's but he's an African American. Does that mean they're racist for blocking us? I mean, maybe. But so Dave Chappelle said exactly that same thing. He said Twitter isn't the real world. Whatever. All right. It's barely the so, matrix. The band Winston Marshall and the band got destroyed on the interwebs. This is, the, this is the age we live in, is that if you have a smartphone in your pocket and you have an opinion, it's out there. And I mean, it's not in the, the ironic sense that here we are also with our smartphones and our laptops putting our opinions out there. But Winston Marshall praised the author of a book denouncing Antifa. <gasps> Don't attack my house. All he said <laughs> was that this is a great book. You know, you're you know, brave and courageous for putting this out there yeah. because, God forbid, you say something bad about Antifa, the people are out there burning down buildings. And Wait, I mean, they like, burn down buildings? I'm pretty sure they burn down buildings just a block away from where I live right now. Really? I mean, You mean the Great La Mesa fire when they burned down the bank and most of downtown? Two banks and one historic building. But I find that inconceivable. But apparently when I bring that up in America, I just need to check my white privilege. Whatever. I'm not saying that the situations that I've been through are the worst things that can ever happen to a human being, but they are not ideal. You mean when your neighborhood's burning down because Antifa Fs burn it down? I mean, okay. like That seems I, unkind. That's unfair. Yeah. Some of this came into perspective a little bit where I don't know if you caught it, but just a few nights ago when McKenna was on the live stream with Jay and she talked about being in Israel when like car bombings were, oh, they don't happen that often, but they were happening. That was a whole Wait, other thing. Do you mean Hezbollah is attacking Israel from back 
from that, Palestine? That, that was a whole other thing. Whoa! It started, it started I, I'm sorry. Fed. I actually have a hard time buying into any of this right now. So it started, I think you are a Fed. It's, it, it started <laughs> to put my situation into another little bit of a perspective of, okay, this is what happened in my neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. But it still happened. But when I bring it up, people say, check your white privilege. Do you have the card? I don't. There's actually a card. I don't. If you don't have the card, you're not allowed to invoke it. Man, I would really like to have some. No, yeah, um, it's it's out there. Yeah, you got it. You have to sign up for that. I'm wondering if it froze again. It's like he's an amateur. Oh no, he did. (laughs) It might be when I go back and watch the videos. I'll see if it actually pauses or not. But we're back again. Uh, (laughs) I apparently have been told I need to check my white privilege because I was upset about the fact that multiple buildings were burned down in my neighborhood, and then I could actually hear them from where I lived. Well, I'm just telling you, if you don't have your white privilege card. You can acknowledge us. I, I understand that by hearing stories from other friends of ours that we both know that there are other worse things going on around the world. I get that. But when something happens in your very neighborhood and you want to say, hey, like, oh, hey, this happened here. And all of a sudden, I'm, all well, of a sudden, I'm a bad person for bringing it up. Frankly, I think he's either a liar or a fed mm. for bringing this up. I might be a little bit. Because above. this stuff doesn't actually happen in the real world. Neighborhoods don't get burned down. Lives don't get destroyed. Life savings don't get lost. That's absurd. No one would do that to another human being for some reason other than it was something incredibly righteous. Do we need to go back to the shopping cart thing? Uh, (laughs) hell. (laughs) So anyways, we're on Mumford. We're on Winston Marshall. Um, He just gave a good review of this book. Denouncing Antifa. Very yep. right-wing conservative. The internet blew up. The internet broke. Because Mumford & Sons is not one of the biggest they're fans. Not, they're the not world, huge. They're, they're, they're very popular. They're, popular. They're, popular. They're, they're very big. I mean, even outside yeah. outside the Americas, you have to look outside the Americas. I, I personally love their music. Oh, I, 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 I do as well. I've seen them live maybe at least twice. Uh, they put on a great show. Uh, I know people that have worked with the people in the band say they're great people. They're good. Everything's it's it's they're, they're just fantastic. They're lovely. They're 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 quite lovely <laughs> in the English, you know. Quite lovely. Uh, pinky out, pinky out, fancy man. But where I am bothered, bothered. And uh, I I talked about this in a previous episode with my good friend Sam, who still works at a particular. I like company. Sam. We're actually friends on Instagram. Now. Yes, so there might be some John Roman and Sam episodes coming as well. That would be fantastic. We might we might break the internet, uh, <laughs> but he's still for uh, protective purposes. I'm going to try to toe the line here a little bit. He he works for a particular company that may or may not work with one or multiple members of Mumford and Sons. Ah, Anyways, we talked about it in one of our previous episodes. so many episodes. layers. That's there's a lot of layers. It's like that level of protection. There's a great white shark over here. He's banging his face against the glass. I got to keep, keep the protective measures. I'm not trying to throw anyone else under the bus. But Fair if enough. I, if I do, I'm going to check the bus schedule first and then throw it's him under It's probably going to be me because I'm closest to him at this point, so I'm getting thrown... Fuck, I didn't want to get thrown under the Hold bus. Hold on, I gotta check the Did bus. Did we talk about this? Son of a bitch! I gotta check the bus. We bus. literally did not discuss this. This is all new to both of us. So anyways, <sighs> Winston Marshall, he mm. chose to leave the band because 
And I quote, I should have pulled the quote up, but I'm unprepared. Oh, no, that's fair enough. I'm unprepared. Whatever. I'm going to paraphrase. He basically said the band caught so much shit for his comment, for his review of this book. But he was worried. He chose to step back because in his own words, he said, it's the singer's name who's on the can. And for those of you who are a little bit younger and don't understand when you're in a recording studio or whatever, like the can yep. is another term for when you record music and you it's in the can, it's on the tape. The stamp on the tape. You, you, it's, it's the big reel and they put it in the metal tin and whatever. So he said, the band is called Mumford and Sons. They, they all equally contribute. They all very equally contribute and write and everything. So it's not just Marcus Mumford. It's not the Mumford show. But that was the name they chose, and he said, at the end of the day, the singer's name is on the can. When we record something, it's out there. The band's catching so much shit for this, he said, I chose to leave. And I can respect that. I respect I, it, I, I but... Respect, I respect his decision, but here's... And, I'll, and then I'll let you say what you need to say, but here's where I'm, like... Here's what really grinds my gears, is that he made a statement... He apologized, which bothered me a little bit. But, okay, he did what he thought needed to be done. Yeah, sure. Sir? Top it off. Very well. That's why I'm the co-host. This is a great co-host. I swear, I'm going to do every episode with this guy now. (laughs) If any of you would like to donate or send money... (laughs) We're going to set up a PayPal link for our whiskey addiction. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Drink. (laughs) So... He chose to leave the band. Yes, yep. that was his choice. But because the band was getting such a shitstorm of hate because of him. Fine, I can respect his personal decision. He made a personal decision. He did. That was his choice to do. And I am always about. You make a personal choice. You do you. You do what you need to do. Fine. Here's what really grinds my gears. What? <laughs> the other members of the band. Said nothing. You mean they actually didn't give a shit about his thing? They didn't cover him. They didn't have his back. Oh, they just let him fucking burn. They let him leave. And none of them came back and said, oh, hey, like, maybe we don't agree with everything he said. So was he a new member of the band? No, he was a founding member. Oh, so you let a founding member of the band burn. Burn. That's cool. Yeah. That is absolutely not cool. Nobody in the Mumford camp came out and said, you know, yeah, maybe we disagree with his statements. Maybe we disagree with his politics. Maybe but we disagree with whatever. Nobody came out and said, he's a good guy. We like him. He's, he's our, worked with us all these freaking years. He's our brother. He's our bandmate. He's our friend. He's, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I, I, again, I think I touched on this a little bit when I had Sam on the show. So, but it's just the biggest gripe out of all of this is that he made the choice to leave the band. Fine. That was his choice. The other three members of the band just said, well, all right, see you later. Yeah, that's nobody had it completely nobody, uncool. Nobody came out and said, hey, guys, sorry. Like, I know we're catching all this hate, but, you know, we still love him. He's still our brother. No, nothing. How about you all just F off? We're a band. He's 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 expressing a, his own opinion. That doesn't represent the band. That represents what he thinks. The music, everything we've done, has nothing to do with this. Yet, here we are. He throws himself on the freaking fire for what? 
Obviously not. For expressing his opinion about a book. I have seen, and I'm... I have a, I'm, I have a, I have a problem with that. Because, well, a couple, I have a couple fold. One, because he felt the need to do it. That is a big problem. And two, because the band didn't just say, no, 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 that. don't do it. Don't do that. That's stupid. They were probably you are one of us. They were probably friends since they were teenagers. Yeah. Like, they're, they're already younger guys anyways. I mean, I'm in my mid-30s. They're, they're even younger than me. Ah. But you fast forward. My mid-30s. I remember them. Kennedy was president. It was a fine so you, time. So you fast forward. You take, okay, they're already younger than me, but then you fast forward that they really hit the scene however many years ago. Right. Like they, were, they were a bunch of youngsters when they really hit it. So even before the band hit a major label release, before they were on a record label, before they released their album... They had probably been playing music together, probably been friends since they were, you know, uh, since we were schoolmates. No, since they were kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they just threw them to the wolves and said... That'd be, like, that'd be like if The Edge decided to say, you know, I don't think abortion's a fantastic thing. Oh, man, we just got band again. And then... <laughs> oh, sorry. And then Bono and the rest of the boys said, you know what, Edge? F off. Get out! It get out of here. Even though literally he was a founding member of the band, and he's been there since you know back when since they were the freaking kids. It's 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 not a dissimilar thing. So, all that being said, now uh, <laughs> sorry, so, sorry about the so, shadow sorry, band. Sorry about that. You know, well, we, uh, oh, so uh, we're, we're gonna. Are you making fun of the way I say sorry? No, are we talking? You are. Canadian or what I mean? No, it, it's 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 actually from, part of my New England accent. Is my you, my the way I say sorry? My wife says sorry. Are, are you from Canada? Eh? Canada. Ah, Canada. <laughs> eh, it's a fine land where we have no laws oh, sorry. and we can do what we want except what we can't do which is most of what we want because it's Canada. I don't know. Now you're dipping in a little bit of Scottish. Uh, oh, bit. I'm sorry. My accents do diverge. I apologize. So, anyway. With that, we've, we've talked about The Offspring. We've talked about Mumford & Sons. Let's talk about just the state of music in, in today's world. You mean what music? <laughs> so... Uh, Another guy, and I swear I'm not just trying to plug other videos, because you're already here on my channel, you're watching me, whatever. We but, appreciate that. Eh, you know. I previously, not that long ago, did a video about an artist named Coulter Wall. He's a Canadian oh, boy. I love Coulter Wall. So, let's go on back to, oh, let's talk about Canadian boys, eh? eh? You know, as someone who's oh, based out of Saskatchewan. Where? So, let's, let's just talk about the state of music. Yeah. Offspring... You know, Mumford, I talked about Tool, and I'm vaguely talking about how I found a workaround. I'm not going to disclose my details of how Ever. I got it. Ever. I'm not going to disclose my details of how I got into that concert. But it happened, and I was there, and it was fantastic. Coulter Wall is a... He's got 20... balls this fucking big, this kid. He's, he's over there hanging out with Chuck Norris comparing ball size. They're giant. <laughs> I love this kid. So... He's a, a 26-year-old Canadian rancher slash country singer who's just trying to make it in the world of music. But when he's not recording, when he's not touring, he's ranching. This kid, I say kid, he's this man, he's 20, 26, 27 years old. He turned down an opportunity to be on the Joe Rogan experience. You mean the man who destroyed America? Destroyed mainstream <laughs> media. So... Joe Rogan got wind of this guy, Coulter Wall. He said, I want to have this guy on my show. 
Fuck yeah. Come on down to Texas. Come in the studio. I want to have you on my show. He said, well, the date that you're offering me gets in the way of my ranching schedule, so we'll uh, we'll get back together and we'll find a date that works. What? He said that to Joe Rogan. He turned down Joe Rogan because wow. he had to go work on the ranch. Actually, he had a job to do, he and he acknowledged that he had a freaking job to do. Cheers to Culture Wall. Freaking Culture Wall. Much respect. You got balls the Guy size down of fucking bowling balls. Probably the biggest podcaster that's around right now. Not, not, not necessarily turned down, but said, we'll reschedule. Because we'll reschedule. I got shit date, to do. Said the date that you're offering me interferes work. with my literal yeah. work Yeah, schedule. bro has things that he needs so, to do that are important to him. He has twice now tried to schedule tours <laughs> of... I'm going to go play Colorado. I'm going to play this. I'm going to play that. And he, God bless him, he stays out of the politics about it a lot. He, he doesn't talk a lot about the politics. He doesn't talk about the big C word. What are these? He doesn't. Paulo Tuckles. <laughs> Things that are going to get this video removed from YouTube. <laughs> no! To be fair, YouTube, if you're listening, we are so under your radar right now. I got my whopping 19 followers watching this. We song. are <laughs> not important to you, but we're important to someone. Here's, here's what I can say is I know that my channel has 19 subscribers, and most of my videos only get about seven or eight views. So whatever uh, that says. like <laughs> To be fair, Roman of the Empire, as we call it, uh, has I have 84. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's almost 100, but it's not 100. You're almost ready to be able to do live streams where you can really embarrass yourself. No, I'm not. I still need a 1,000 viewers to be able to do a live stream and get monetized. Oh, okay. All right. So that, that's what YouTube is. You know why I do YouTube? Because I like to just talk and get my voice out there. And then be able to edit things in post. And edit things in post. But it's just fun. So, Culture Wall. <laughs> Sorry. He he has canceled now two tours because, and again, he he does his best to keep the politics out of it, but if you read between the lines... Yeah, right, you, you get it. Uh, he says that with the ever-changing nature of things, I am not going to subject my fans to having to jump through all these crazy right. hoops. Or, the other thing, he says he refunds the money. It's like, if you bought yep. a ticket to my show... And all of a sudden, that show is indefinitely postponed. We think it's more important that you have your wages back that you work hard for, because he's also a hardworking man. He's working on he ranch. Is. Like he's a hardworking. Yeah, I don't think there's much more of a hardworking person than a ranch worker. No, that's like, horrible work. You get up before the sun up, and you go to bed you, after, after the sun's, the sun's down. down. Like it just, so, he said it's important that you have your wages back. So we'll cancel everything. You get your refund at your point of purchase. And this is twice now that he's canceled shows saying, I think it's better to just say, cancel the shows. I'm not going to deal with it. Staying out of the politics, you know, whatever. Yeah, but he, so he's cutting his own income stuff, things that get him exposure because he believes that having freedom to go to a show is more important than that stuff. Then holding that's people's a big, wages hostage. That's a big deal. Um, kid, kid, kid has balls as fucking big. J.P. Sears, a comedian. I don't know if you or if you're aware of him. If you've seen him, he's the guy with the really, really long, gingery hair. It's not. That's not carrot top. 
No, Carrot Top has also had all sorts of weird. Oh, so JP I always Sears. thought that was Carrot Top. Now I feel deprived. <laughs> JP Sears, another uh, freedom fighter comedian, he will not perform anywhere that mandates anything on his fans. Which he was just in San Diego about a month ago, and I'm really curious how he did that. And that the venue he played at had to be on his level to say, "We're not no, doing that stuff. No mandates." He was here. Now it's a big deal. I, I love him and I support him. Tickets were very expensive, so we didn't go. Oh. I agree that he is worth that amount of money. I just didn't have the money. <laughs> um, but just recently, within the last 24 hours, he did a big shout-out to Jim Brewer. I mean, everybody knows Jim Brewer, right? Like, he half-baked, you know, all that stuff. And he so saying that you know, Jim Brewer is another comedian. that He's out there trying to do stand-up. He's doing his thing. And he came out and he said, I will not perform anywhere that is going to mandate anything on my ah, fans trying to get in. How horrible. So, cheers to you, Jim Brewer. Cheers to J.P. Sears. Uh, keep on fighting the good fight. In that, you know, if people want to go to a concert, people want to go to a comedy show, everything is, oh, you must show your papers. And they're like, nope. If you require that, we're not performing there. No. And they have enough pull that yes. when they cancel... I would love. I would love if some of the big acts were doing that. The ones that are supposed to have balls, like Metallica. Oh yeah, they they have COVID sniffing dogs. Oh, what? I said, I said the word. Oh oh oh. They have oh. they have c word sniffing dogs. Oh, I said it. I said Virus of an unknown origin. <laughs> so we've been flagged in shadow ban. It's been nice knowing you. It's we're. <laughs> The feds are actually outside the studio right now waiting to pick us up. So this may be it. The next one will be John and Roman and the inmates solve the world's problems. Send bail money. Would actually be funny, but send the bail money, please, so we can get out because they're probably terrifying. We're not built for prison. We're very small. None of this has been posted yet. So they haven't found us yet, but give it a week or so. I don't know. They're coming after us. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the state of music today. We're already on. Oh, we've talked about Mumford's. We've talked about the Offspring. So when you, I've, I've, when you say the I've, state of music. I've, I've alluded to my dodging of the Tool concert and everything. No, that was pretty good. I believe rock and roll and punk rock is dead. Are dead. No, no I actually don't disagree with the statement. So seven seconds has been... Doing, they've been advertising like they're doing a big tour now, but I don't know how they're doing it. One, they're like, well, they're older than I am. Oh my God. So, so, so you're getting, you're, so you're getting centennial. No, they're not centennials. <laughs> you're getting older punk rockers now going out there and performing their art, and I can't deny them that. I mean, that's cool, but it's just like, fuck, boys, hang it up. You're, you've done, <laughs> you've done your bit. Just let it go. Um, kind of like the fact that Kiss keeps touring and they've uh, done like their one gabillion farewell tour. And then they all got the big C word and had to postpone some shows. And Gene Simmons is an asshole. <laughs> he made that very clear on one of his videos. Gene Simmons came out and he was basically like, if you haven't gotten your thing into your freaking system... You might as well freaking die. Except you said with an Israeli accent, not mine. It was slightly charming, but it was, it was mildly. Yeah. Um, it's like fuck Gene Simmons. Really, you you were like the rebel guys of the, of the younger years, and now you're like, 
if you don't get your shot, you might as well die. I mean, I was right up there when, when uh, uh, Howard Stern. Oh, was, oh my God! When when Howard the shock jock. When, when Howard Stern was talking shit on Joe Rogan, and it's like, do you understand what you started? Like people like Joe Rogan would probably yep. not exist. No, without guys like that. Without Howard Stern. But now Howard Stern is totally has bowed, become. He's bowed the knee to the mob. No, he's given in to whatever. And now ah, Joe Rogan then the fucking knee. Joe Rogan is challenging the status quo, and Howard Stern, Mister Shock Jock, is over there going, he "Is the status well, quo? You need to, you need he's, to just stop saying that stuff, and you need to, uh, huh? So he is the status quo. Howard Stern is now the status quo. Put that in the box." That's your new world. Are you fed? I'm kind of offended. <laughs> <laughs> but it sort of rhymes with fed. Fair enough. <laughs> Drink. So the state of music today and having to show papers to get into a show, how do you feel no. about that, especially in punk rock shows? Oh, no. Rage Against the Machine shows? I think, like, it's, I think it's ridiculous. Remember, these all... These are the guys who are supposed to be... Uh, damn the man! Save the Empire! That's anarchy, the, man. Anarchy. Reference to um, Empire Records, if you've seen that movie. Was that the one with the, where they're in the, the round building? It's sort of like... It's like, like as, as it's if a they tower record. It's like not. as if they worked in a tower records. But the, Fair enough. The catchphrase throughout the movie was, Damn the man, save the Empire! Because yeah. they thought that they were going to sell the records. There is no the Damn the Man now. No, there's no. I guess get, it's get, damn the man support the empire. You get you get you get canceled if you say damn the man now. Support the empire. I think that is probably been canceled about twelve times so far, and just in this video. Sorry, that's your punk rock now, though. Sorry about it. That's my New England. He's gonna get upset about me making fun of him. God <laughs> damn it! So to be fair, I was born in New England. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my that's my my northern accent. Yeah, do you just love Tom Brady? I don't watch sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of their existence, but I have no idea who any of these people are. There's a fellow down south though. Um, is it Aaron Rodgers? The one who doesn't... He's more in the Midwestern area. He's in the, the Wisconsin area. Don't mask. Don't get the freaking... Oh, gee whiz. Who is it? Gee golly. And, yeah. is, that, is that your partner there in the, 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 uh, the uh, wood chipper? That's, uh, that's, that's Aaron Rodgers there. Oh, gee whiz. In the, the Wisconsin. And, that's pretty solid. <laughs> so, I know who that is only because I like him now. He's my favorite quarterback. Because I hate football and love Anti-establishmentarians. And did you hear about their, the, the, the board of people that are supposed to vote on the MVP, most valuable player? Yes, I did. And there is one particular person on that board who came out and said, I will not vote for Aaron Rodgers because, because he has not had... That's funny. The, how does that the, have, the, any, the how does have any bearing so, on what Aaron Rodgers has done over his career? So Aaron Rodgers came out, and it's not even over his career. The idea is it's supposed to be just that season. You're the most valuable player that season. Ah, fair enough. So he came out and he said, they're like, what do you think about this guy that said this and this and this? And he's like, he's an absolute bum. I think the guy's a total bum. He's like, he's trying to add an extra V to the thing. It's like <laughs> the most valuable player. We've got the jab. 
He's like, no. He's like, you know what? I think if they're going to decide who is their most valuable player of the year based on whether or not they got the job, that person's vote should no longer count. Because no. it's not the most valuable player. It's the most valuable player. How well did they play that season? Yes. How well did they do? Did they go to the playoffs? What? Did they go to the Super Bowl? What? That's an absurd oh my goodness. thing to try to, you know. I've been canceled. And no, I think I've been canceled. John's been canceled. I think I've been canceled at least six times during this video. Perhaps six. Maybe eight. I would say maybe as many as eight. But so that I'm the same way. Like I don't really pay attention to the sport ball, but uh, I do. But you look at guys I, like that. I, I did start paying attention to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so for I. the fact that he was just like giving the middle finger. Yeah, he's like, being like, I'm going to do what I friggin'. I don't care what you say. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to dominate these other teams yep. and say what you want and. Uh, yeah. So, are there any other problems in the world we need to solve right now? There probably are a lot, but I don't think we're going to solve them. I, so, I think, uh, let me give you a little bit more whiskey. Gonna, or are you yeah, okay? We're, we're going to do another little splash, and I think we're going to yep, call it. This will be it. And we will be back in a couple weeks to solve more problems. Let us know in the comments what you think. Give us a problem to solve, and we will solve it. Make um, your list. If you don't, you're a freaking failure. I'm, I'm kidding. You're probably not. But just give us something to look at. Honestly, we will uh, we'll probably look at your problem that you want solved, and then we'll drink for an hour and a half and not solve your problem. But that's something. But that's a make, thing. We'll make a solid effort to not solve that problem. <laughs> Roman? Good talking to you. You Cheers. too, my friend. Are you a fed? I'm a little bit offended. I don't Fair know enough. If I'm a fed. I may be a fed. In fact, I'm a fed. If, if you are, you have to tell me. It's the law. So, anytime you want to be back on the channel, I always welcome it. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> whether you're a fed or not. <laughs> Uh, we will we will sit here and we will talk and we will drink and we will solve the world's problems. And uh, again, thanks for being here. And remember, Thank you. It's not stupid if it works. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Peace out.